It's a summertime episode number 91 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today we're going to be talking about why you need a parenting and custody agreement in writing now. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host, Jason Lavoy. Welcome everybody to episode 91. We are getting close to that big triple digit number 100. That's going to be a landmark episode for the Divorce Resource Guy podcast and I'm looking forward to it. I wonder if it should be a solo show or I should have a special guest and who would that special guest be? Oh, I'm going to be taking applications. So if you're interested, let me know right now. I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. Maybe I will have a special guest. My mother. Oh, no, that would be something. You know, she should be on this show. She could share a lot of insights, but she probably doesn't want me prying in and asking her to divulge her intimate secrets about her, my dad, and uh, the family dynamic. No, no. Okay, perhaps we'll stay away from that. Well, today, everybody, is a solo show with just me and you. And I'm excited to do it because I haven't done one of these in a long, long time. And I get so caught up interviewing great guests for you guys that I hope you enjoy and learn a lot from. But I also miss just talking to you guys. And that's how this all started, was a mechanism for me to talk to you about divorce, help out in any way I can, and share my thoughts about what's going on when you go through the process. So today I thought, because I've been talking about this uh, with a bunch of clients um, on a more frequent basis recently, and it just occurred to me, I'm like, maybe I'll talk about this on the podcast, is why you want, why you need a custody and parenting time arrangement in writing right now. Now, I'm talking to those people mainly who are maybe starting the divorce process, you're at the beginning, maybe nothing's filed yet, maybe the complaint's filed, but you're still at the beginning of the process, um, and you have minor children involved, um, or nothing's filed and you're just thinking about getting divorced and you're in the preparation stage, which I always say is the most important phase of the whole process. So good for you for listening and working on putting in the prep. Now, a written parenting plan, if you have minor children and you foresee issues with your spouse uh, or soon-to-be ex about co-parenting, right, then this is why you need a written agreement in place sooner than later. So what do I mean when I say a written parenting time or custody agreement? This is what I mean. It's a document uh, that outlines in as much detail as possible what the parenting time arrangement is going to be. Who are the children staying with on which nights? Where are they staying? Um, For how long is this going to go on for? Are there any other provisions that you need to address, such as extra extracurricular activities or vacation time, anything really can be in this agreement. Now, the reason that you want this, even though maybe you're still waiting on getting other things in writing or the divorce to become more involved, is so when disputes arise, if they arise, and of course we all hope that they don't, but sometimes they do, when disputes arise, both parties have some place to go to for guidance on who's supposed to do what and when 
and of course how. So that's what the agreement is meant for. So to alleviate some confusion, ambiguity, um, which then leads to conflict, fighting, and then perhaps uh, using attorneys unnecessarily, going filing motions in court, which can cost you thousands of dollars, all can be alleviated if you have a good parenting time uh, agreement in place. Another reason why it's good to have such a written agreement is because it's proof. It's proof of what both parties agree to, right? You're both going to get it signed, notarized. There's going to be no dispute as to whether each person agreed to the terms in the agreement, all right? That's going to be moot. Um, and it's proof of the party's intentions um, on how they want to operate and deal with the children. It's good for everybody. It doesn't favor one side. It doesn't favor the mom or the dad. It is good for everybody because everybody then knows what is expected of them, right? And the children know what is expected of the parents. So consistency is always a good thing when you're dealing with divorce and minor children. Courts want to see consistency. They do not like to be involved in custody or parenting time disputes. Of course, they are there if it's need necessary. But if we guy, if you guys can prevent it um, and not involve the courts, better for everybody involved, especially your wallet. All right. So how do you do it? When do you do it? As early as possible. All right. Um, start if you haven't started yet. Start now. All right. Start today. Start the dialogue with your spouse. Talk, depending on your level of communication, and I know sometimes it is more challenging than others, but, you know, open the dialogue. Remember, this is good for both sides, so both people should want it, um, and start the conversation, right? I think we need to have a, a parenting time agreement, uh, a custody agreement in writing so we're all good to go, and if they say, oh, but we're doing fine as we are, then my response would be, yes, we are, and I want that to continue. And so that's just more reason why, that we should document what we're doing now in case one of us uh, has a change of opinion or the circumstances change. This is the document that will govern what the next steps are going to be, all right? And everybody should kind of want that for themselves. So start the dialogue. Uh, it's only a good thing to have, not a bad thing. Now, you can do this yourselves. Um, depending, again, on your level of communication with each other, you should start working out and bullet-pointing what you want the arrangement to be. There's no good or bad way to do it. If it works for you, it's good, okay? Um, you can be creative. There's no boilerplate way to do it. Uh, when you speak to attorneys, there are common, more common parenting time arrangements that are used more often than not, but you shouldn't feel like there's only one or two ways to skin this cat. Be creative. Whatever works for you as a family, as long as you agree and it's good for the children and everybody's on the same page, then it's fine, I think. Um, the court really won't care unless there's a problem, okay? So start the dialogue. Sometimes if you have trouble agreeing uh, on certain terms or at all, then you might want to consider hiring a mediator to help you do this. Uh, mediators are great. A trained mediator is great. This is what they do. They serve as a neutral party to help both sides figure out and come to an amicable uh, solution to whatever disputes you're dealing with. So that is also another way uh, to deal with getting a parenting plan done. 
you don't have to have attorneys involved at this point. Uh, although if you both want one, of course, that doesn't hurt. Um, and attorneys can help come up with terms and provisions that they know are in accordance with the law of your state and that down the road, if, if this ever has to get presented to court, um, you know a court would uphold uh, the provisions in the agreement. Again, good for both sides, but not necessary to have attorneys at this point. So you're talking with your spouse, you're trying to come up with terms, right? Where are the children going to stay? Where are the parents going to stay? Is it going to be a nesting arrangement? Is it going to be a situation where both parents have their own uh, apartments or houses? Um, are, you know, again, you could be creative. It doesn't really matter what the arrangements are as long as it works uh, and everybody is doing well uh, with whatever you're deciding to do. Now, if you guys don't agree on everything right away, then this is going to take some time. It's not an overnight thing. So that's why I say don't wait until the last minute when you really need an agreement in writing. Start now. Give yourself time. You know, see what you can agree on first. That's what I always, you know, that's the easiest way to do it. Agree on some things first, right? Get some momentum going. And then anything that you disagree on, just move it to the side and come back to it later. But figure out what you can agree to first, and that'll get the momentum going um, and show you too that at least you have some agreement on some of the terms, right? Hold all the disputes for a later time. Maybe you only need a mediator to deal with the disputes and that'll help save you some money and time uh, using the mediator rather than doing it for everything, all right? So hopefully you guys can come to some agreements first um, because if you can't, then the divorce is going to be a long, arduous um, process um, that's gonna be time-consuming, and likely expensive if you can't agree on anything, right? Understand that a parenting time agreement doesn't have to be permanent, right? You can include whatever language you want in the agreement. So you can say both parties are entering into this agreement with the intention that it's temporary, that it's for a three-month period, a six-month trial period, whatever. Um, you can say, you know, that any party can... Uh, you know, seek to modify the terms of the of the agreement um, and then outline what that process would be. So, for example, if one party ends up three months down the road and is not happy with the agreement, what is the mechanism to try to modify it, right? Just They can't just stop abiding the agreement because they agreed to it. Um, so do you guys hire a mediator to uh, discuss modifica modification? Do you hire attorneys? Um, you know, whatever it is, that can be outlined in the agreement. So again, if and when there's a dispute, you're not guessing at what's going to happen. Both of you know what's going to happen because you're agreeing to it now, okay? And that's what uh, is helpful is that it takes the, the ambiguity uh, and the uncertainty out of it. Everybody knows what needs to be done if there's no agreement and what the process is. You can even talk about who's going to pay for it. You're going to split the cost if somebody wants to modify the agreement or maybe the modifying party flips the bill because they're the one who wants to change the agreement. Again, there's no right or wrong. It's what you think is fair and what you two can agree on. And that's what's important here uh, is that you both think it's fair and you both are on the same page as far as how it would work, right? That way, you're not paying attorneys to fight about it. That way, a judge doesn't have to make a call about it. Um, the more that you can agree on, 
the better and easier it is it will be in the future. So agreements can always be modified, though. Don't feel like because you enter into something now that this is the way it's going to be forever. Um, you know, it's more important to have a temporary agreement in place um, that will be modified later on than I think having nothing in place and just going at it willy-nilly hoping that there won't be any issues because I've seen it time and time again. There are always going to be issues at some point. Uh, whether it's about extracurricular activities, summer camp, uh, college, um, you know, sleepovers, babysitters, you name it, I can come up with it. Um, the more you can, the more detailed you can make these agreements, the better it is for you. Now, you're not going to be able to foresee every possible situation, um, and that's not what I'm tasking you to do here. I'm just asking you to be proactive, think about your lives, think about what comes up, uh, what the kids need, right? I mean, and remember, the focus should always be on the children, the best interests of the children, not you, not your, not your ex. Um, you should both be doing this with your children's best interest in mind to make it as easy and less, um, least stressful for them, all right? That's what I would suggest you do. Um, and then once it's in writing, you don't even have to have it, you know, uh, reviewed by an attorney, I say it's always um, recommended. You know, both sides. If you wanted to pay an attorney just to review the agreement before you entered into it, that's fine. Um, as long as the attorney knows and you present it to the attorney um, with the understanding that this is what you and your ex came up with together, you both agree to it in principle. And unless there's something really grossly or egregiously uh, in there that shouldn't be for a legal reason the attorney you're not you're not hiring the attorney to tell you what a crappy agreement it is for you uh later on in the divorce i mean that's in my mind that's not the role of the attorney at that point you want the attorney just to review to make sure you're not doing anything that uh, can really hurt you down the road or is you know not an enforceable provision in the state where you, where you live but you don't even have to do that is what I'm saying. It's a, it's a custody agreement. If you two agree, that's what's important. Um, and if you two are going to abide the agreement, that's what counts. Don't obviously enter into something that you have no intention of abiding, right? Or, uh, you know, that's not going to help anybody. This You want this to be a good use of your time. And again, once you sign this document, it is enforceable if it ever has to go to court. So... It's like a contract, right? But the reason you're doing it is so that you have something in writing in place uh, to address issues if and when they come up. Hopefully, they never come up. Hopefully, you enter into a parenting agreement with your spouse. Everything works fine, and you neither of you ever have to look at it ever again. I think that's the best agreement. Um, but in case something comes up, it's like insurance. It's only there if you need it. Okay, so that's my little spiel for today. I just wanted to get that off my chest because I've been talking to a lot of people about that lately. Um, and I think it is really an important thing that you need to have no matter what phase of the divorce process you are in, especially if you guys are separating and living under separate uh, in separate places. You definitely want a parenting uh, agreement in place. Uh, because the kids are going to be moving around or you're going to be moving around and it's just a good thing to have. So if you're looking for help or you want to discuss 
how you can get a parenting agreement, contact me, Jason at JasonLavoy.com. I offer group divorce coaching programs and one-on-one divorce coaching programs. Also, if you're listening to the podcast and you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and you get all new episodes when they come out. Thank you so much. It was so great to guys sit here and just kind of rattle off some ideas that I've been having to you. And before you know it, we'll be getting back to the great guest episodes coming up on our way to the big one zero zero. Take care, everybody. See you real soon.